This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's Monday, uh, 21 July, year of Lord, 2023. So I've got Gaffney, I've got Ben Horn still around. we got much to go over with Ben, including Ukraine. Natalie's going to join us about the administrative state and this whole situation of child trafficking. Not her Barbie review. We're going to hold that till later. Maybe get her and Ginger Gates on. And let's say this, it didn't, Ginger Gates, for as great as she is, she didn't really slow down the box office there. A monster, that, that film was a, it was a monster hit. Oppenheimer's a monster hit. We're going to have folks on here. Later in the week, we're going to talk about Oppenheimer, just break down the film, but also talk about the, uh, which you have to discuss, the, 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 the Russian, the, the influence and infiltration of the U.S. government by communists during the Second World War, after the war, not just the nuclear weapons program, but State Department, all of it. The whole situation in China, the situation with the atomic and the hydrogen bomb, all of it. Great piece up in the Federalist today about that. Uh, Frank Gaffney, go ahead. I'm not trying to say people shouldn't send the letters. So I'm not saying don't oppose Brown's nomination. I'm just saying that and anybody votes for Brown, anybody, Lindsey Graham, all of them, you vote for Brown, you're voting for a woke military and you're voting for what's going to happen. When we win this massive victory in November of 2024, don't think they're just going to sit there. Like in 16, we won the come from behind uh, because there they didn't toss the keys. In fact, I would tell people inside, they're not going to toss the keys and say, hey, this is lovely. Donald Trump gets to run things now. No, they started the nullification project immediately upon Hillary Clinton conceding. Frank Gaffney. That's exactly right, Steve. If you liked what they did in 2017 to President Trump, you're going to love what they would do if he becomes president in 2025. And think about this. The the military is what I was saying just before the break. The military personnel who have been promoted to senior positions under Obama-Biden 1.0 and Obama-Biden 2.0 are now under Obama-Biden 3.0 being put at the senior most levels of our government. And the thing about the policies of this particular individual, C.Q. Brown, they're not his alone. They're they're what are being instituted by Austin and by Biden and by the rest of them, of course. But the main thing is you have apparently a guy who maybe out of just expediency went along with the program to, you know, get promoted, get ultimately the job of chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. But I think he's a true believer, actually. And the kind of grievance attitude that he brings to it is very distressing. But the reason that I urge your listeners to send that letter, it's very easy to do. Reject General 
brown.org is you need to put these senators on notice that if they vote for this man, yes, and you're right, as things stand now, they will overwhelmingly, but if they hear from the posse, they may not. But they certainly mustn't without recognizing they're not only endorsing the man, they're endorsing the policies, and he yes. will be implementing the vengeance. And towards the end, just as you okay. say, Stephen, so glad you connected yeah. the dots, that bringing us the Israel playbook of uh, essentially the military working for the woke against the democratic majority of the United States and the best traditions of the United States military. And by the way, I think the sentiments of the vast majority of men and women in uniform, that's not going to matter. If they want to stay in uniform, if they want to get any chance of promotion, they're going to have to play by the same rules, and that will be disastrous for the Army and military of the United States, especially, Steve, at time of prospective war with China, for God's sake. A kinetic war. But this is also goes back to when they try to take social media and, and blow guys out for being domestic terrorists because what they said on social media and the vaccine and yeah. the vaccine mandates. You bet. They're trying to weed out. This is look at this playbook. Ehud Barak. And I'll, I'll play it this afternoon, maybe in the five and six o'clock show. I'll have time. I'll play from 2020 in the first days of the pandemic. He's laying out the entire plan that's laid out today. Absolutely. Even if you don't have, uh, even if you're part of the Judeo-Christian West that is, has a lot of affinity for Israel and the state of Israel, even if you don't, because today's a day to pray for Israel, because I'm telling you, um, bad things are happening by the globalist left there right now. And you see all Amen. the cheerleaders of Morning Joe, you see all the people lined up against President Trump, you see them all. But as a foreshadowing, of what is going to happen here in the United States of America, it couldn't be plainer with the election in Spain, coupled with what's happening in Israel, it's going to happen. Don't think a big win by Trump automatically, it's, they're going to be celebrating and, okay, you guys won, you're right, uh, we should be America first, we should have MAGA policies. Look at in Israel. Who's leading this besides the military is the corporations. They had the corporations today, 160 of them, saying they're going to pull out, they're going to shut down, they're going to lay off people if uh, if they go through with these reforms. Steve, one last Which point. Which is just to get uh, – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Frank. I, I got two memes that I hope uh, Cameron might get thrown up here. But uh, one last point, Steve, and I don't know whether Carolyn got into it or not. But what is absolutely palpable is the United States government is – encouraging all of this in Israel. So that's another dot that needs to be connected here. How much money they're putting in, 100%. where it's going, how what the pass-throughs and cutouts are, all to be determined, but Congress needs to get on top of that. You know, they stood up and cheered when Itzhak Herzog talked about the government of Israel not going to stand for accommodating a threshold Iran. If they don't want that to happen, the government, the Congress of the United States has got to hold to account the executive branch of what it's doing, not only to help Iran get the bomb, but also to undermine our friends and allies elected to be the government well, of Israel. Look, the, the NDAA, the, the, right now we're going to get back with that firefight with the Senate. That's, that's so full of wokeness. And remember, I want everybody in this audience to remember, particularly folks from Alabama, that thing passed out of House Armed Services 59 to 1 or 49 to 1. Full of woke and weaponized 
uh, crap and tons of also funding of Ukraine. Now, not enough for the warmongers. Anyway, Frank, uh, how do people get there? How do they get to the memes? How do they get to the letter? How do they get to all of it? It's very simple, Steve. Rejectgeneralbrown.org. And the reason that's so critical is we need them to know that you don't want this woke stuff in the NDAA either. You don't want it in the leadership. You don't want it in statute. We need your help. Rejectgeneralbrown.org. Thank you. Frank, thank you so much. Great work over there at the committee. Um, A firefight now, but this is, I'm telling you, a foreshadowing. The NDAA... The, the nomination and vote on General Brown to be the uh, be even a worse chairman of the Joint Chiefs. I'm more woke than Milley and what's happening in Israel. Let me go back to Rome. Ben Harnwell, uh, thoughts on Israel. Then I got to get to Ukraine. Uh, talk to me about Israel, sir. Thank you, Steve. Well, I, I was saying a short while ago that I really see this current situation in Israel um, as the battle for the Judeo-Christian West. And there's reason for that. It's what is actually going on here. That you won't find this out reading the, the world's mainstream media. It's actually a, a, an attempt by, the, by the, the powers that be, the deep state in Israel, against the expanding, one of the expanding demographics. Which demographic is this? Which is the fastest growing demographic in, um, in Israel, it's the, the inverted commas, ultra-Orthodox, those people who believe most fervently in, in, in following the faith of their forefathers. As I was saying before, really, that the modern state of Israel is the direct heir to that sort of liberal, secular, but culturally Jewish, um, as, you, as you were saying before, the, the, the Europeans that came over and founded the state, the Ashkenazi yeah. Yeah. Jews. This is their last grasp because they can feel the country moving yeah. away from them. So what they're trying to do is protect their prerogatives via, they have a very important prerogative um, in the Supreme Court, um, which is that they can, the Supreme Court, now this sounds absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. They can strike down any government action um, on the basis of it not being reasonable. Now there's a huge debate over what reasonableness means. Yeah. This is what... Netanyahu is trying to to rein in. This is why what Caroline was saying before, that the whole media have got all everyone's out. They don't know why they're coming out to protest. Yeah, I just want to make sure I just want to make sure people that look, you got the secular guys in the permanent deep state. The ultra orthodox are pieces of work also. That's I mean, they, they're not without their own issues. They're not really they're not big proponents. They're not big proponents of the Christian part of the Judeo Christian West either. So it's it's a it's a it's a and they are the ones that are the rising demographics. So you have look, you have a very tough situation, as you've always had in Israel. But right now, what people should understand, you have the permanent state that is just not going to you have the permanent state that's been around for a long time, fully secular, and they're not prepared to give up or share power with anybody. That is exactly the same situation we have in the United States of America and the same cheerleaders on Morning Mika every day that cheer the woke generals coming up there in this fight, spending all this money in Ukraine, uh, the permanent uh, Permanent political class, the administrative state, the deep state, all of it is exactly what the fight is in Israel now. Uh, ben, talk to me about the Ukraine, uh, particularly Zelensky, in the where's my spring offensive, brother? All I see is incoming in Odessa. 
Steve, please let me just wheel back. Give me 30 seconds. I know what you're saying about the, the Orthodox, uh, the ultra-Orthodox, right? They don't have a great record in protecting Christian uh, minorities, not even the Christian tourists, the evangelicals from the states that are going over. But in any fight against the, the, the secular globalist elites, wherever that fight is taking place around the world, up, you know, the war room will throw its part in, throw its strength in with those who are fighting that machine. And in this instance... It's, yes. the, uh, it's the ultra-Orthodox. Okay, so moving on to, to Ukraine, right? Our favorite, talking about sort of democracy and fighting for democracy, our favorite, the world's favorite champion of democracy, President Tempesensky himself, has been out complaining at the Aspen Institute, no less, that, yes, the counter-offensive is going slowly. It's not his fault. Whose fault is it, Steve? It's ours. It's Western taxpayers, right? It's our fault because we weren't giving him the money when he was calling for it. Um, now, look, do you, know, you, you know how you know this is all BS? Can I tell you how you know this is all BS? As, as we covered on the on the show about right, 10 days ago, it's there on my Getter feed, the, um, the governor of the, the Ukrainian Central Bank was off boasting that they had a, a, a currency reserve, foreign currency reserve surplus, including their gold reserves, of $39 billion dollars right that was a sort if if if, if if Zelensky was agitating for western arms so badly he could do what any other normal country does it go to Saudi Arabia to an arms conference put down a wad of the cash that we've been giving him and buy what he needs Steve this is a shakedown as it has been from the beginning up until the present day and it's going to be a, continuing to be a shakedown yes unless we in the west put our foot down and say you know this war, you know, to the extent that we're funding it, we want a seat at the table. Uh, ben, thank you so much. Uh, and by the way, thank you for starting the uh, the out music with a minute to go. Ben, uh, where do people go? We, we're jammed up. Uh, where do people go to get uh, all your insights and analysis? Thanks so much, Steve. Um, my social platform of choice, it's Getter. Just search out my surname, Harnwell, at Harnwell there I am. If folks want to go there, I have posted a couple of days ago one of my all-time favorite Getter posts on the appointment of CII Director Bill Burns to the Cabinet. You'll want to see that. Bill Burns now, Cabinet level official. Okay, thank you very much, Ben Harnwell. Short commercial break. Thank Back you. in the warm in just a second. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 
for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh... We've got a lot to get to. This $2 billion being spent for these outside groups, uh, the trap that the Murdochs are setting for Trump on the, um, the debate with the, with the uh, Keebler elves in, uh, in Milwaukee at the end of the month, all of that I'm going to get to in the afternoon show from 5 to 7. And I think Christina Bob's going to join us and others to go through Jack Smith and uh, a report in Daily Mail today that they're spent, already spent $2 million on security for Jack Smith and his family. Hmm. We'll get into all that. I want to go to Natalie Winters. You've got a piece on, on Warren that's blowing up now because of Jack Posobiec and other influencers are tweeting out. On a weekend that Sound of Freedom, after President Trump did this historic screening in Bedminster, now we got a working group putting things together. President Trump's come out and said that he should, not just drug dealers, but he would also expand as a capital crime, the trafficking of uh, women and children. And of course, in the war room, we've taken it a step further and said, hey, we should include pet- pedophilia should be a capital crime also. Um, you've got a new article up about what the administrative state under the Biden regime is doing. Can you get us up to speed, ma'am? I want the audience to remember that this article comes on the heels of another explosive report that I had written about two weeks ago detailing how the Biden regime actually removed international sex trafficking of minors from their areas of concern. Uh, But it seems like some rogue apparatchik at the DOJ, or frankly, systemically within the Biden regime itself, they really are going to ridiculous lengths, I think, to cover for human and particularly child sex traffickers. And as you always say, Steve, you know, make it make sense. And this is one of those stories where I just really don't think you can uh, unless you you believe the worst as to what their intentions are. And this story in particular um, has to do with the Biden regime, the website, there is a page entitled The Citizen's Guide to U.S. Federal Law on Child Sex Trafficking. And on May 12th of this year, an old website that under Trump used to list a plethora of criminal statutes from the U.S. Code that were sort of part of the child sex trafficking uh, industry, what made them crimes, why it was illegal. They erased all of them except for one, and they deleted several hundred words from the website, particularly about child prostitution um, and the criminality of trying to meet up and engage with underage um, children for sex. But I think what is really the most interesting part is that they deleted a paragraph detailing how the international trafficking of children, which is, of course, exacerbated by our open southern border and dropping policy regulations like uh, forcing DNA tests just because someone shows up at the border and says, this person is my father, uh, that person who is their father actually is a cartel member or a drug dealer. Uh, the cartels know that and they exploit that policy. But they specifically deleted a paragraph talking about the criminalization and why it is illegal to basically import children for purposes of human and child sex trafficking. Like I said, the Biden regime has not answered the previous story as to why they revised the website. 
let alone this one. So I really just think it goes back to the, the fundamental question that you always say, you know, make it make sense. And I just don't think you can. What what is going on, particularly when Sound of Freedom now has crossed $125 million. Remember, folks, this is in a time of uh, Indiana Jones, the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible, Barbie, Oppenheimer, all of it. It's crossed $125 million. It has no marketing budget or virtually none. It's got a couple million bucks from the – what do you think is going on here? Why would this be happening over the last couple of months, and what do you think is in back of this? Well, I mean, look at the sick people that have been appointed to this regime, particularly on on the gender front and the transgender front. Obviously, you see the flashy stories, the people like the Sam Brintons, who are also, I think, the proof that they're mentally ill is that they're they're stealing luggage and that they're actual criminals. But I really think that the Biden regime's push of transgenderism and all of these sort of weird issues in the classroom, particularly on young children, it really should be viewed as a gateway drug, I think, sort of laying the groundwork for just this broader mission to really subvert the innocence of children. And I think the ultimate subversion um, of the innocence of children is child sex trafficking, is pedophilia. Um, and I think that's sort of their end goal. And I don't think that that's a far, far thing to say. And frankly, when you talk about the subversion from the personnel aspect of the military, them going woke, wokeness, I think, goes hand in hand with the transgenderism and using gender as an issue against children. And I think that that goes hand in hand with pedophilia, those might be harsh comments, but I think it's true. And particularly on the front of the military, I don't know if you know this story, Steve, but before I started interning for Raheem and came to work at the war room, I had actually had interviews set up at the Pentagon. This was in 2019, so I was 18 at the time, to intern there. Um, I had met with the, uh, one of the undersecretaries there, and I remember telling them that my primary issues of focus and concern were subvert, or stopping the subversion of Islamic radicalism here in the United States, confronting the Chinese Communist Party, and ending forever wars. Just, you know, normal priorities of uh, any 18-year-old girl from Los Angeles. And I remember when I, when I said that to him, he looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. And he said, look, I'm on the same page as you, but I'm one of the only people here in the entire Pentagon that believes that stuff because I'm actually a Trump appointee and I support the president. He's like, but if you tell anyone that, you will literally never be able to work here. You will never go anywhere. So you need to tell them that what you care about is women's rights in the Middle East. This was in 2019, well into the Trump administration. So when you talk about a coup going on in the military, my only personal opinion that I would say is that it's not going to happen. Um, it already has. And I think that story portrays it pretty well. Wow. Natalie, where did they get to the story today? How did they get you on social media? Go to warroom.org to get the story and sign up for the newsletter. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Natalie G. Winters. Natalie, before I let you go, so when you see this, what's happening in Israel, led by left-wing, woke, secular uh, generals and, uh, and senior field commanders, that does not shock you given your experience over the Pentagon, correct? No, not not at all. I, I, I think they've been doing the same exact tactics here. I think we focused on it particularly from the lens of the Chinese Communist Party, but I think that's part of the broader critique of what's wrong here in the United States, right? It's not just the Chinese Communist Party. It's them working hand-in-hand, hand, really hand-in-glove, with the administrative state. And I think to, to their core, these people are Marxists, and that's why they use gender as a way to really go after the nuclear family, to go after just what is reality and, and logical truths. And I think there's a very uncomfortable 
really unique dovetailing of that issue and child sex trafficking, because it really is about subverting the innocence of children, destroying nuclear families. And of course, they love open borders uh, just for, for so many reasons that you always you know, talk about. Natalie, thank you uh, for joining us this morning. Look forward to having you back here this afternoon. Thank you, ma'am. Let's go to uh, one of the folks fighting back on all this is Kirk Cameron. Kirk, tell us about, I know Brave Books, you're working with Brave Books, you're one of the authors over there. What are you guys planning on this pushback? What are you planning on 5 August of 2023, sir? Well, Steve, on the 5th of August, we have a nationwide event happening called See You at the Library. And this is where thousands of families are going to be gathering at public libraries all across the country. And the American Library Association has been diligent in trying to sabotage these efforts and deny access to families of faith who want to read books of virtue to their children. But it's only added fuel to the fire. Uh, We now have over 220 public libraries that have been booked by concerned citizens, and they're inviting their communities. I spoke with them last night. We had a big chat with all of the hosts, and the battle is building for the hearts and minds of our children. Many of these hosts who are parents, grandparents, pastors, teachers, even librarians are concerned the rooms are going to be filled to capacity and they're wondering where to put all of the people. We're also getting threatenings from drag queens saying they're going to show up at these wholesome family readings and read books to children and do performances in front of the libraries. New drag shows are popping up at the same cities at the same time to divert people away. So we know that we are over the target. And I believe that the troops are fired up and understand that uh, the enemy is really the opportunity, that um, there's an opportunity here to change hearts and minds. And I believe that's going to happen in, uh, in, in, in waves on August Kirk, 5th at Kirk, CU at the Kirk, library. Kirk, I want to get the graphic up. Kirk, here's what I don't understand. We've got a couple of minutes in this segment. The American Library Association, I thought, was in the business of promoting reading. In, in, in libraries, particularly public libraries, why would they be opposed? Why would they be opposed to families coming and reading books of virtue and having their children read and participate in all this? this is, it's expanding reading. Why would the American Library Association try to stop this? Because their director is a self-avowed lesbian Marxist. And it's the same reason that the United States government is not actually provo- promoting freedom of speech and freedom of religion and liberty, because it's been hijacked and weaponized for the purposes of an authoritarian takeover. And you can do that through the libraries. Um, It's it's crazy. Public schools, public libraries, they have become the new established church for the secular state. And the orthodox religion is secular humanism, Marxism, socialism, which really wants to grow up and become communism. And that's exactly what you're talking about, Steve. So thank you and thank Natalie for red-pilling us this morning. Uh, we need more of it. <laughs> no. no, it was Caroline Glick. We started early. Uh, Kirk, if you just, I know you're busy, but if you could just hang on for one second. Our out music as we celebrate America is a song from the Civil War that was used by both sides. It started as the Bonnie Blue Flag for the South, but the Union, because it was a jaunty Irish tune, they uh, change, I think, to unionism, a very uh, an amazing song for the North and the South in the great conflict in the middle of the 19th century. Go out with the instrumental take on it as we celebrate America, America music, the American songbook, 
the flag that we're proud of, Old Glory, the American flag. Short commercial break. Kirk Cameron, Dr. Simone Gold on the other side. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property and equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth, of average American's net worth, is in their home. And home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24-7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat. A 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Kirk Cameron, I want, as I don't know, there's 10,000 libraries in the country, I, I guess. Uh, you got 220 now. We got to get to 500 or 1,000. Where do people go, Kirk? How do they get involved in this? Please jo- join us. Um, this, this loving army of compassion fighting for the hearts and minds of our children of public libraries. Go to bravebooks.com. That's bravebooks.com. And click on the tab that says, See You at the Library. Steve, let me, let me finish with this quote from one of my favorite founding fathers. His name is Noah Webster. He gave us the Webster's Dictionary, he's the father of American education. And he said this, he said, every civil government is based on some foundational religion or philosophy of life. The education of that nation propagates the religion of that nation. In America, Christianity was that foundational religion and it was sown into the hearts of Americans for two centuries through the home, private and public school. Our liberty, our prosperity and our growth is the result of a biblical philosophy of life and our continued freedom and success depends on teaching the children of America the principles of Christianity. That's what we're trying to do. Please go to bravebooks.com and uh, sign up to support this movement. See you at the library on August 5th. 5 August, and we'll, we'll do a run-up to that. So thank you very much, Kirk Cameron. Um, thank you. 
I, I think you can see this. This is this fight for the Judeo-Christian West, and this is why the situation in Israel is so important, because there you have the permanent state, the, the, the administrative state, the deep state, that's been totally secularized now. That is, this, and don't think this has not happened to our military. I just want you to understand that. And there's been no greater defender of freedom than the Israeli military. And look what's happening now. I would argue, uh, and Caroline Glick, I think, differs from me in, in some of the details. But this is essentially a, um, this is essentially a, um, a left-wing coup by senior military officials. I want to bring in Dr. Simone Gold now. Huge, uh, by the way, can we get there right there on my clock? Thank you, sir. The always alert in-house producers of the war room. Um, the uh, huge article, I don't know, 10, 12,000 words, rumble in the swamp over the weekend on my favorite paper, the Weekend Financial Times of London. Dr. Gold, why this big fire? Why is the, why is the Financial Times of London uh, worried about a, a mega, mega meltdown among leadership, ma'am? You know, I've been a corruption uh, whistleblower now for three years. And I've learned that the left has a lot of enemies and targets me incessantly. But I went through really an attempted coup last year from our own side. And I think the take home message is that if you're a truth teller, you just have enemies all around and you have to proceed anyway. And that's I I think really the subject of the Financial Times article was um, corrupt insiders who were trying to derail America's frontline doctors to steal money. Well, let's talk about that. American Frontline Doctors, you, you're an emergency room physician that came to the forefront in the, in the truth of the COVID situation, particularly anti-vax. Walk us through that. Right. So we were not primarily anti-vax. I'm a doctor and a lawyer. And I was noticing that what I was seeing on the ground in the emergency department, where I'd been for 20, 25 years, was not matching what was being said to the people from the coronavirus task force from the CDC, the NIH, the FDA, they were not speaking the truth. So July 27, 2020, we stood in front of the steps of the Supreme Court of the United States. We brought truth to the American people. We told you that lockdowns don't work, masks don't work, early treatment's available if you should need it. That was our message. We got 20 million views in eight hours and were broadly, promptly deplatformed by everybody at the same time. Within one hour, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, everybody took us down. They even took down my templated website. I was a brand new person to to this. And I I learned that Big Pharma is really behind a lot of um, policies that the federal government does. It's a big revolving door. We actually didn't jump into the vaccine issue until months later. And we are portrayed as anti-vax. But what we're anti is against mandates. We are against censorship and we are against mandates. We're in favor of the Bill of Rights. That's actually our platform. And when you go back and look at what we said three years ago, which is coming up this week, our anniversary, Three years ago, our words stood the test of time. The words are as accurate today as they were three years ago. And we defy anybody on the left in the Biden administration, and frankly, even in the Trump administration, this, the the you know people like Fauci, you look at their words and they're completely inaccurate when you look back over the test of time. So we're coming forward, we're speaking out again on the three-year anniversary, July 27th, 2023. We're gonna stand right there. We're gonna speak the truth one more time. This time, we're gonna hold people accountable. Whitecoatsummit.com. Okay, so, so- yeah, yeah. Hang over a second. So, so on the third anniversary of this, and this was quite dramatic when you did it three years ago. Um, you're going to stand. You're you're going to have a white coat summit. I want people to, to understand where to go and how to get there. But what are you trying to? What what is what is your task and purpose now? If it, back then it was to warn 
even when the vaccine was in uh, was was being formulated or worked on, right? As we now know with the release of all the documents, you were there against mandates. You were there against talking about therapeutics, all that. What is the purpose three years later? Accountability. Three years ago, it was truth telling. Now it's accountability. It's very difficult to move forward as a nation if the wrong side, the people on the wrong, don't take accountability. Not only are they not taking accountability, they're doubling down. So I'm heartened that Senator Paul has asked for uh, Fauci to be um, investigated. We Americans are looking for the same thing. You can go to arrestfauci.com, arrestfauci.com and sign the petition. We are going to present that petition to Congress on Thursday and we need him investigated. He's committed crimes against humanity. He's violated innumerable federal statutes, state statutes. We are asking for accountability. We are naming names. We are saying with specificity who did what, when, what laws were broken, who broke those laws. And what do you want Congress to do? I take it your, your pitch here is not just to the American people to get support, but actually for Congress to take some specific actions. Are these investigations they're doing, uh, I know the Oversight Committee's got a subcommittee on Wuhan and Fauci and all that. Is it not enough? Um, if, if you've committed a crime, you need to be charged and you need to go to trial so you can hear the evidence. I haven't seen any indictments. I haven't seen anybody arrested. We are bringing the evidence. We are bringing the goods. We are bringing the intellectual cover so the congressmen are not um, unaware of the depth and breadth of evidence that exists. You know, the same as Judge Doughty in the Missouri v. Biden decision, there was such a breadth of evidence brought by the attorneys generals. We have that same depth of evidence. Dr. Gold, before we let you go, just specifically, what crime, you say arrest Dr. Fauci, what crime specifically do you believe he committed and you would like to see him arrested and indicted for? There's many. There's gain of function, which uh, Rand Paul has laid out very, very well. There's the fact that he had his hand involved in the financing of it. There's the civil... uh, violations that have been pointed out in the Missouri v. Biden decision where he personally was involved in censoring truth tellers. It is to be remained to be seen if that's a crime. It's certainly certainly civil violation. I don't think anybody should go to prison without the evidence being heard. But I think there's more than enough to indict him and let the evidence be heard by a trier of fact. You think you think do you think do you think the indictment is about his financing of the Wuhan lab with the Chinese Communist Party and lying to Congress about it? Is that is that the principal crime of Fauci? Heard you. That is that is one of his main crimes. I think there's many misdeeds that will come out along with that indictment. A lot comes out during. Do you discovery. believe Fauci? Do you, do you believe that? Well, discovery is a civil situation. Do you believe that Fauci lied to the task force, and do you believe he lied to President Trump in uh, in uh, 2020 during the height of the pandemic? I do believe he lied, yes. I believe he lied. Uh, do I know that this rises to a level of a crime? No. But do I believe as a her. chief? Okay, fine. Uh, let's believe- try to reboot her. The photo's still up on... Uh... Okay, can, can we go ahead and, and reboot it? Uh, throw it to me. Okay, fine. Uh, we're going to get Dr. I get to the punchline. I build this whole 
dramatic tension up. I'm doing my Socratic method or Columbo. You take your pick. I get to the punchline. And, of course, the genies just sit there and go, let's try to reboot. I really want to get her back up. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on. And uh, we're going to get to the bottom of all of it. A couple things on the domestic side. We're going to have more time at uh, 5 o'clock today to talk about this. But we've got... Um, this situation, first of all, we've got the road to Durban right now about the alternative currency that's coming up. And in addition, you've got this uh, Murdoch's who are neoliberal neocons setting the trap for President Trump to try to entice him, put the piece of cheese in the mousetrap uh, for uh, for this debate. It really, this rigged. It's not a debate. This will just be teeing off on Trump for two hours on primetime. It's not going to happen. Uh, and President Trump, I think, and his team are coming up with an alternative right now. Do we have her back up? Okay, fine. Uh, d- do you believe one of the crimes here, Dr. Gold, uh, what, or do you believe that Fauci lied, that Fauci lied to, um, to uh, the task force and to President Trump uh, during the height of the pandemic in you know, April, May, June, July of 2020? I think he spoke highly inaccurately for a person who is the chief doctor that the president was relying on. He well knew masks didn't work. He well knew social distancing wasn't a thing. He well knew that Public Health 101 does not permit the release of a brand new vaccine but, in the middle of a respiratory pandemic. But he knew those talking, things. But talk, I know. I got, okay, I got that. But talking inaccurately is not a crime. I'm just trying to get if you if your websites arrest Fauci. And I am gain permanently of off of Twitter and all this. What Twitter is for, is for gain of function. If his acts of financing it and lying then to Rand Paul in Congress about Correct. it? Correct. Okay, fine. Exactly. Uh, how do people find out about everything you're doing on, on, on uh, 27 July? How do they find out about your conference? How do they find out about where to go to participate? Where do they go? Please live stream whitecoatsummit.com. Just go to whitecoatsummit.com. You'll be able to watch the best, most independent Doctors in the nation will spend the entire day educating the public for free. Whitecoatsummit.com. Dr. Simone Gold, thank you very much for coming on. We will make sure we live stream that and also hopefully have you back on uh, before this kicks off. Historic. Three years ago, people remember that when Dr. Gold and others were in front of the Supreme Court and people were like, what is going on here? Um, the War Room audience love it. So, Dr. Gold, thank you very much. Okay, uh, we're going to go to break. Uh, we've got uh, we've got one more block. I think we're trying to get Mike Lindell up, Crom Carmichael. want to tee up the 5 o'clock show tonight. Uh, we're going to get to, uh, we're going to be talking about the Durban Summit. We're also going to be talking about, that's in Durban, South Africa, uh, the road to Durban, because now within 30 days of this, uh, and more and more information is coming out about the demise of the dollars of prime reserve currency. We're going to talk about that, capital markets, economics. Also, we got to get down to the nitty-gritty of politics. When I talk about what's happening in Israel now, when I talk about the vote in Spain last night, major news came out over the weekend, not just about the primaries, all this stuff, you know, but DeSantis is going to reboot, the media is 24-7, who cares? It's over. In fact, the, the headline in today's uh, Wall Street Journal is billionaires, well, get that up through the break, um, the billionaires read him the right act at this uh, event he had out in Park City. The, um, the key is this $2 billion of outside money. Biden's not running a campaign. That's why you don't see any activity. $2 billion of outside money, particularly dumped in the key battleground states. Who's focused on it? Who's going to combat it? 
That'll be this afternoon, 5 to 7. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. Right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to drive fire practice with your actual firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Let's go to Missouri and um, our own Mike Lindell. Mike, uh, are you out? Are you near where the election summit's going to be? Yeah, so I came down here the last few days. Um, I know it's uh, three weeks away, but that time's going to go fast. And uh, talking to people uh, at the event site and uh, people on the ground here in Missouri, it's going to be the it's going to be the, one of the most important televised events in history. And uh, the first day, we're going to bring everybody hope from all 50 states. And then the second day, we're going to reveal the plan that's going to secure our elections immediately. Never been done before, Steve. Never been talked about before. And uh, everybody's going to embrace it. That's the key points of it. And, okay. Uh, okay. Have been okay. Guess, but, been but hang on. All but, hang, but hold. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Slow down. When you say hope from the 50 states, people would say the hope is that you got Charlie Kirk and a bunch of people that are, are, are going to play by the rules of the Democrats and just ballot harvest. That's the hope. What hope are you going to provide on the first day that's different than that? You know, each state is going to be on the stage. And what we've, what, what we've done over the past two and a half years is every state has fought to get to paper ballots, hand-counted, same-day voting, uh, voter ID, and every state's going to report how far, they, how far they've come. We have a lot of places, over 200 counties, where they're machine-free in the, in the, the 2024 election. They've already committed to it. We have some that have already had elections, like Osage County right here in Missouri has already had elections without machines, Steve. And uh, so every state's going to get up there and say how hard they've worked for two and a half years to get to this great place we're going to get to and to just go out and say, oh, let's just give up all that work and do what the Democrats do. 
We can't do that. And that's that's what we're going to show that weekend. When we show the plan on the 17th, everyone's going to go, oh, of course, we'll do this. We will absolutely do this instead of all this other stuff that people are going into panics about going. They, everybody wants to do something. Everybody wants to get involved. But we got to make sure they do the right things. Just give us a highlight of the first day, particularly Osage and other counties. Have they have they pulled this off? Because the mainstream media don't want to cover it. Have they pulled this off? And the in the in the elections have worked. People are happy. Or the people are comfortable with the outcomes were done accurately, sir. Yeah, I'll just do Osage County for example. A couple months ago, I believe it was back in April, they had an actual election here in Missouri, all over Missouri. Now Osage County went without machines. They did paper ballots, hand counted with our system, and the system was developed right here with by Linda Rant, a great patriot here in Missouri. And this was Democrats and Republicans both working together, Steve. They got done within 20 minutes of the machines. Now, the machines had problems in that election here in Missouri. The, uh, the hand count paper ballots, 100% accuracy. They checked it afterwards, no problems. It went off, it was so beautiful. And, and uh, of course, you don't hear that in the mainstream media. That would be one example of a one county that's already done it. And, uh, and then you have like, let's say it's uh, Michigan where people feel hopeless there that nothing's getting done. Five lawsuits have been won against their secretary of state just in the last year alone. And so we're, every, we're trying to get to this place where we can secure our elections and have a plan. And we do have that plan. But the first day, every state, any state out there that's feeling hopeless, we're going to have the agenda all listed. When your state's going to be up, when your representatives are going to be up speaking. And uh, we'll have that completely uh I'm set this week for the scheduling, and you can watch when your state's up there. Um, Just a programming note, we're going to be doing a run-up like we are doing at Durban. Every day we're going to give an update, hopefully with one of the personalities of this in the run-up to the election summit, and we will, Warren will be there that weekend, and we're trying to make it that we'll actually be there for a couple days in advance. It's that important. One for an update from all 50 states, and then Mike Lindell will reveal in detail the plan the next day. Uh, Mike, one more time. How do they go now to register to, to make sure that they can get the live stream to get the ability to see right. where do they go right, right now for the election summer? Right. Every, everyone go to lindellevent.com. And this is very important. You're just going to put your email in. By the way, if you do it today, you can even put in your promo code war room and I'll send you a free, uh, a free online gift just for getting, getting out ahead of this. We really need to have the audience and we need to have a real audience. We don't want bots and trolls uh, uh, tampering with everything. But you guys, if you uh, if you go there right now, put in your email, you will get sent an online gift, and you will love it. It'll, and you'll be sent it immediately. Now you're registered for you'll be the event when we live stream it for free to the whole world. And by the way, Steve, it's going to be live stream in 50 languages, 50 languages around the world. It's this important. Wow. Uh, Mike, uh, tell me about the uh, tell me about the company. How is uh, how is um, my pillow doing? And I want to talk about people should understand we were going to do this whole week thing just on the 20th anniversary with Mike in the factory and all that. But Mike, we gave that up for the simple reason is Mike is out and about on the road to prep for the election summit to go to these different states. Uh, you right. always put your country first, sir. But let's talk about the company. Yeah, the company, we want to thank everyone out there. We've, we've came, we're, we're busy making, it's a 20-year anniversary, limited edition MyPillow. 
a queen size you can get for $19.98, regular $69.98. And uh, use that promo code WARROOM. Everybody go to MyPillow.com, scroll down till you see Steve there, and it'll say, you know, that's the War Room special. There's other things in there, too. We still have some of those $25 slippers that we've had on closeout, for, special for the War Room. And uh, But you can get this. Our, we're very proud of our uh, this queen-size pillow, $19.98. You've got king-size for $10 more. But go to the War Room Square, use the promo code War Room, and you'll see there are so many specials there we do because your audience is the best, Steve. There you go. You've got the clearance, the $25. Now, the towels, I believe, are out. Uh, but, there, but go there and see what's available there, everybody, on the uh, on the War Room Square. Um, get, them while, get them while they're out. We're closed out. A lot of these items. Real quickly, once again, where do they go to sign up to they get for free the uh, summit? Yeah, go to, go to LindellEvent.com, everybody. LindellEvent.com. Go there right now. Put in your email. Put in the promo code WARROOM. I will send you a gift right now. It's worth $20, and it's free. It's online. Mike Lindell, thank you very much. Hopefully get you this afternoon, too. Thank you, Lindell. Yep. Lindell in Missouri yep. at the scene of the summit. WARROOM will be there every day in the run-up, all week and over the weekend. Okay. Great tune from the Civil War. Charlie Kirk, two hours of populist nationalism next, followed by Jack Basoba. We're back here five to seven tonight. I will commit to you. It will be on fire. See you back in the war room as we leave you with a great tune from the American Civil War. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, 
high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.